So I had to restart just before this, and uh, it suddenly occurs to me as it's taking forever for me to restart that I could use an M1. You could use an M1 <laughs> and a V8. <laughs> Is anybody here using an M1 right now? Uh, I am using an M1 as we speak, but not to record because I'm not. Oh. I'm not masochistic so you're double fisting is what you're doing whoa whoa (laughs) whoa this is a family show (laughs) that's when you drink beaten oh (laughs) i mean that's an adult thing to do dan what did you think it meant sorry what was i what 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 huh (laughs) i'm tired How's your how's your new computer, Dan? It's pretty good. I just opened up because I was curious. So far, one of the few iOS apps I could actually find find that I could install, uh, which was Among Us, which I'm trying to figure out how I actually use <laughs> on a trackpad instead of a touch. Yeah, um, I would imagine that might be difficult. I read. So, so I was reading from some of the reviews that there's like a there are some sort of touch accommodations for iOS apps, but I've literally no idea where those are or how to set them up. So. This yeah, uh this is a little weird, honestly. I have to tell you, and this is not a joke, the the local neighborhood gentlemen's club is called Touch Accommodations here. Oh, that sounds like a joke. Like, <laughs> oh, maybe that's a terrible name. <laughs> we regret the error. Other than that though, um I, I'm so not I, sure I want to know what that's based off of. I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep going right through it because I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I've been setting it up for the last couple of hours because I decided uh, for the first time in a very long time to do a clean install and just set it up fresh making a mm. making a clean break there because i have not no. i think my old probably a good time to do it my my macbook air my 11 inch from 2014 was a restore from a 2011 which i'm pretty sure was a migration from a 2008 which may have been moved over from a 2005 <laughs> macbook um so it had a lot of crap on it not much in the it was all the way back to dan's apple II. yes exactly i let me tell you about the basic code so you're uninstalling PageMaker. maker <laughs> uh, mac right two <laughs> finally is in the house so yeah so i've been going through and trying to like remember all my preferences <laughs> which is uh always a little bit fun but i think i've got it i've mostly got it set up now and i was just starting to play around with the other stuff i'm going to benchmark it a little bit later just to compare it to the terrible benchmarks from my uh, old macbook air which i ran <laughs> earlier today <laughs> which are <laughs> embarrassing <laughs> didn't know you could get below a thousand on a Geekbench. sure can Out- outdated preferences is the name of my neighborhood band <laughs> that's also which which also reflects our musical style oh okay <laughs> Better a band than the other thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I will say going from a uh, the 11 inch MacBook Air, which I still love. I love the size of it. Uh, the 13 inch MacBook Air, while not that much bigger, it is definitely heavier by about I think half a pound or so. So it's it's mm. definitely noticeable. But that screen is just gigantic, gigantic, yeah. and it's Retina, yeah. so it's like, whoa! I can read all this text. This is great. I mean, 13 inches ought to be enough for anybody, Dan. But the Lex is in the gutter today. No, I just meant like that's a that you should never need any screen that's larger mm, than that. Yeah, but the did you? Yeah, now it doesn't turn on lightning fast, right? It it still has a startup. It still takes some time to boot. Yeah, on. I've yeah. only, I've only. I mean, I only set it up the first time, and then I had to do a quick reboot because something I accidentally. Something I, I had downloaded a bunch of apps and none of them were launching, and I finally realized, oh, those are the apps that require Rosetta. And once I got the like Rosetta prompt to pop up, which is though you gotta install Rosetta to run this stuff, 
and I moused away from it or clicked not now or something and I could not get it to come up again. Like I would just try launching apps and just nothing would happen. <laughs> I was like, well, that's bad. So I restarted the computer. It does take some time. Uh, and then I was able to get Rosetta installed and actually get things working, which was nice. But should I test, test and see how fast it wakes from sleep? Oh, it's got to be. As long as you're not recording on it. Yes. <laughs> that can't be that fast, right? <laughs> do the, Yeah, do the Craig test. What? <laughs> it's not a thing <laughs> it's very fast <laughs> well i mostly i was being a little bizarre because i think uh i didn't i don't think i set up the thing usually mine uh when it wakes from sleep it has a password prompt which it's not doing so that may just be a preference thing but it is basically instantaneous that is very quick and again okay. i'm comparing it to a six-year-old computer so i don't think that says anything yeah, about it but well yeah but i mean all these all these benchmarks have been coming out in the last day and it does seem rather amazing. So the the Mac your the MacBook Air is not faster than last year's Mac Pro, but the MacBook Pro is. <laughs> yeah, and the MacBook or Air as fast, is rather. still it's as I think it's as fast as last year's Mac Pro. And the MacBook Air is still faster than pretty much every other. I think it's everything yeah. except the iMac Pro and the Mac Pro. I think it's right. faster than. And this is the one with the one fewer GPU too. This is bananas. This is absolutely bananas. I just don't. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am jealous of all owners of new Macs right now. Like, I, I cannot justify a new Mac right now, but man, it does sound pretty remarkable. Yeah, I. I yeah, I mean, I will. Uh, I mean, this. Uh, this is f- my machine is four years old, uh, so it's getting. You know, it's getting up there, but it's not. It still works basically fine. <laughs> Although <laughs> that was a very slow restart. I just had. <laughs> <laughs> as it as it has just been you know just been updated to big sur uh last friday um i'm noticing things that are bugging me oh yeah things about big sur and also it yeah. seems like it's maybe a little bit there slower. are some there are definitely some things in big sur that i find idiosyncratic would be the nicest way of putting it like there's definitely yeah. some choices that have been made where it's like i don't know why did you do that like why is that that's not like for example i don't i don't like that i can't I, you can't even get rid of the clock anymore on the menu bar and i use an app yeah. that's that's a clock yeah. replacement so now i have the the system clock shrunk down to a analog clock which is yeah. stupid and useless <laughs> um, i am um, so, we've been i i saw that moltz was talking with uh, marco on twitter <laughs> about notifications and i you know i try to be what i consider in my mind the anti-rob griffiths and i try when there's a new (laughs) default behavior in mac os to to see if it works for me and everything happening with notifications is horrible i I don't like the grouping of notifications by default because it doesn't at all mesh with the way i need these things to work the fact that like they they kind of block that rest of notification center when you scroll it in is really annoying to me. The fact that I cannot interact with notifications without now mousing over them so that a menu appears and then going into that menu and then, man, it just seems, it seems like notifications are super fucked. The crazy thing is they had a menu for, um, a calendar alerts previously so that you could select different amounts of time to snooze a calendar alert. And so they, they put, a menu in mail alerts so that you have different options for things that you can do with the mail and then they took out the, the very useful 
menu that I used in calendar alerts all the time, every single time, and basically did away with it. So you no longer have any choice over how long to snooze something. It's 15 minutes every single time. Ugh. And that is not at all how I use calendar alerts. Yeah, I I I don't get it. That seems it does that does seem like a step back. And I it seems it's a complete step back. I, and I don't understand I mean I don't understand who made that decision. <laughs> if anybody consciously made the decision. And how you could possibly justify doing that. I, I still and think it's, it's not uh, even aesthetically better. It's like to not show the things doesn't make it better. It makes them less usable. Like it's just, right. I, I don't right. see any possible. I, it, it's like kind of the, it feels like they're kind of encouraging you to ignore notifications and like be like, just don't worry about it. Just don't worry about the notifications. It's like, well, why'd you build a whole <laughs> notification system? <laughs> and honestly, what I am surprised by is that they still haven't done anything to like change the shape or scope of notifications. Like it's annoying that notifications take up a decent chunk of the screen and if you use you know not dan's 13 inch but if you use like a very widescreen monitor like they're almost too far away and the fact that i can't just choose where they go on my giant mac screen is dumb right and the, right. that i can't make or, them narrow or that sometimes like, they don't they feel like they're despite taking up all that space and like they don't like provide them enough information like it seems like you yes. could, like they get truncated or something and you're like well that's now i have to go look at this thing I still get frustrated when I when I see something like I see it I, to your point, Lex, when I'm on the iMac and I see the notification flick in, but it disappears sort of before I can go look at it. And then yes. I have to try to open the notification and be like, OK, what thing did I just see? Was that something that got like put in one of these stacks of notifications? Is it just gone now? Like, was that an ephemeral notification? I, I'm, yeah. I'm turning off notification grouping on various apps while we speak because I decided I shouldn't just be pissed about it. I should change it. <laughs> So, I'm turning it off. I'm Rob Griffithsing it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing stop. with some of the stuff, like going in, like oh, I'll try new settings on some of these things and just see how they go. I will. I, I don't hate everything new. I like the new. No. What I think is the new default system sound funky. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's been working for me. I like. Um, actually, I'm I'm using one of the new because I hadn't put on the. Um, I was using Downlink before, which is an app that downloads downloads satellite imagery to use as your desktop, like real time. Um, and I hadn't installed that yet, so I'm just using one of the new default backgrounds in Big Sur that have these kind of impressionistic art. Yes. I kind of dig it. I, I was going to ask it. you guys if you're doing that too. I actually, because I have a two screen setup, I've got two of those different ones and they get darker as the day progresses yeah. if you want them to. And, and it also, you I can like also them. tell that that's why they left the menu bar transparent because it actually looks okay with those. <laughs> I, I kind of like the transparent menu bar on those, but I don't. I like on this when I was using it on Downlink, the top of the bar was always it was always black, and it's like even if I'm in light mode, it was always a black menu bar, and it was like I don't like this. That's not that's not what I'm here for. But now it's purple, which is kind of cool. <laughs> I don't know. I like purple. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Okay, I'll give it a try. People are very upset about the uh, the fact that the menus aren't connected in the drop downs, which I agree. It looks. The rounded corners thing on the I'm fine with that. It's just it's it's a little I mean, odd, but I it's, think it's a little odd, but I don't care that much. That's yeah. that's the least of my concerns because it's <laughs> you know visual. It, I mean, I'm just I'm apoplectic about this. Alerts. That's true. We, we just can't do a whole show. We can't do a whole show. I that. cannot get over it. I mean, it just just to upgrade to something and then have you know have a whole bunch of functionality. I mean, we, we're constantly complaining about Apple stealing functionality from other sherlocking things and now i'm going back to fantastical because they have taken away something that i use all the time i know fantastical loves this fantastical put out a full page ad in computer nerds <laughs> monthly saying thank you <laughs> molts monthly <laughs> is that is that a monthly publication is that That's a real magazine <laughs> okay 
It's a real magazine. Yep, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. It's local. Uh, well, yeah, sure. That's one, of those, that's one of those ones that's in the in the plastic, <laughs> like those plastic newsstand bins. <laughs> yeah. Like, please take one. Oh, I thought you, I thought you meant that it arrived in your house wrapped in plastic. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm saying when you walk around the street and you see it and it's like free and they're just yeah, trying sure. to get rid of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of those. <laughs> they. <laughs> Quote, unquote. Oh, I don't know <laughs> who they are. I have no Yeah, I can't confirm or deny if I know who they are. We've got people running Big Sur. We've got Dan with a new M1 chip Mac. The, those are the only new things from Apple that people are using, right, John? <laughs> why, why is Lex Incorrect. acts like he's an MC on a game show in like 1974? I really, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure why. Yeah. So my my phone was supposed to arrive on Friday, and uh, never never got on the truck. Uh, and I was I was you know I was trying to keep my cool about that, and so I got up Saturday morning and I was thinking, okay, should, should my phone should arrive today? And I checked the delivery status and says delivers Monday. And I was like, you have got to be fucking kidding me! What the is worst the problem part here? Is that when he got the notification about the delivery, it didn't let him act on it. It was just it was not interactive. <laughs> that was just really insult injury yeah. well speak yeah as a matter of fact i mean i thought well i'll go pick it up someplace but you can't until they've tried to deliver it once and they had not tried to deliver it at all so anyway they delivered it about four o'clock in the afternoon on monday and um yeah i got my my 12 mini which i absolutely adore um it is it is the a great size. It is exactly the size that I would like. Um, I can still reach all the corners. And, um, you know, I feel like I'm <laughs> using a modern phone now, which is, <laughs> which is very There's... nice to be using a modern phone. Uh, I like having, I like having John face and I ID. are both using modern technology. This, yeah, I like having face ID. I don't know if I'll like it that much when I go to the grocery store and have to wear a mask, but, um, I'm willing to, to take that hit to have, um, the pro tip on that one is set your phone, not to lock while you're at the grocery store. That's what I do. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I have been thinking and surprised that Apple hasn't that I could just say I could temporarily say yeah like I can set do not disturb yeah. for a period of time. Can I temporarily say I don't need my phone to lock? I agree. I think it needs a temporary either that or a let you switch temporarily to a simple passcode for like an hour. Right. I think both of those things would be nice. But I like at least I use any list for my shopping app, and it has its own in the app. It has its own option to leave basically not go to sleep rather than having to change it for the whole phone i just leave any list open since that's what i'm using as as it is and that works pretty well mm, yeah so, problems solved i i problems will note solved. i will note that uh despite the fact that i ordered it well before this macbook air my homepod mini does not arrive until thursday because <laughs> i guess those yeah, are mine doesn't get here until friday but i ordered that late i completely forgot i was gonna do it and then i got up at five o'clock and ordered the phone and went back to sleep <laughs> woke up like four hours later and was like oh i forgot something i ordered mine the but... day the pre-orders went out <laughs> and apparently it gets here one day earlier so I, i'm guessing those yeah. are maybe not flying off the shelves I, I mean i think they will in a while i mean i would imagine it will do pretty well for the christmas season huh. i may end up holding i don't know we'll see if huh. i hold it. I, so, dan what do you what are you gonna do with the, your mini where will that go? Oh, I guess you got you got the the new house. I to don't know up, so yet. Actually, house. I don't know where it's going to go. I'm thinking it's going to go in the living room, which could. Well, I think I'll try it in the living room to start with. We have a Sonos in the kitchen, um, and I think I will try the mini in the living room and see if I get too terribly annoyed by Hank asking it questions every five minutes. The thing that I'm wondering about is like who, like if I need to set up a new iCloud account to s- connect with it because. I don't want him using mine, obviously. I don't want anybody else using my iCloud account. 
I don't want, I don't want, you know, my musical preferences changing and stuff like that. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all know that you're setting your ways, John. That's clear. <laughs> yeah, I'm outdated preferences. So, <laughs> I'll just put that on the title list now, Lex. It's fine. <laughs> it's, I already did. It's of outdated I preferences. Did. I, I think so. I moved one of my full size HomePods temporarily over to the new house to act as a home hub over there, um, because I had some smart uh, home stuff that could not it needed a home i think i need it needed a home hub on the same i don't Eero wasn't quite seeing everything correctly so it's been fine since i moved that over there also at the moment i'll probably just have it on my desk in the office and i'm probably gonna do some comparison stuff between that the other full-size home pod i have left over here but long term i don't know i mean i like the idea of using the home pods as the um like home theater speakers for the apple tv currently i have a paired sonos system just in the living room kind of in the space where the home pods would go but I guess maybe I would move those somewhere else. I, I was tempted. I got an email from Sonos saying they would, uh, if I wanted to upgrade older products, they'd give you a discount. And it was like 15% for my old Play Ones. And so I think moving to the new, what is it? I can't remember what it's called. They have one that's a Play One replacement like the Sonos one, but doesn't have the, the voice recognition yeah. stuff. Uh, and I think yes. with the discount, it was like 125, which is like, oh, it's not bad, but oh, that's I, pretty good. I don't yeah. necessarily want to spend 250 bucks to replace a pair of otherwise perfectly I functional. Not, I don't think I saw that email. Did <laughs> I should go back and look, but it's still like 250 bucks to replace two speakers that they work fine. They're just more annoying because they don't have airplay and they don't use. Yeah. I mean, I still have to use the Sonos app. Yeah. And I, yeah, and I've talked about this before, but, you know, mine's so old now that it, it constant, but it, but they still do this. I mean, the thing should know that it's too old to use the Sonos, you know, the new software. And yet every once in a while that alert pops up that says, would you like to test your device and see if it, I already know it doesn't work. Stop, <laughs> stop <laughs> harassing me. I mean, so they just basically want it. They want to re- keep reminding me that it's not working with the latest software so that I can think about upgrading. Which, which model is that? Is that the Play 1? play one yeah is it an older play one i, I mine i think well I it's the original play one okay yeah. yeah i think i have the slightly newer versions that do work with the new software yeah yeah it does not but yeah i feel bad about getting like i don't know i don't i don't need two new sono speakers that badly so someday eventually but <laughs> i don't know i mean having a cheap easy airplay speaker that's small and it's sort of out of sight yeah i'm here for that right that's just fine. i i um ha- certainly have uh uh, you know the reviews I've read of people who already received their HomePods Mini. The, the, the I guess the ones who ordered it faster than Dan. <laughs> um, Apparently, people seem to really like them so far. And if I needed a speaker, I would get it. I just uh, I almost too many here. didn't buy one. And then the thing that I remembered that it does that I wanted to test at least is it has the U1 chip for when you do handoff from your phone, and yeah. the NFC function on the full size HomePod for that is terrible. It sucks. It mostly doesn't work right. And then everyone, like, I get frustrated. So you hold the phone over it and you're like, yeah, start playing the music on the HomePod. And it's like, it doesn't see anything. It doesn't do anything. And so I get closer and closer. And eventually what happens is I accidentally, like, hit my hand on the control on the top. And it just starts playing whatever song was last on the HomePod. And so it's like, well, now you've gone from a feature that is extremely convenient to a feature that is literally done the opposite of what I'm trying to do, which is just start playing some random fucking song on my speaker. (laughs) Oh. Oh. they'll get it right eventually <laughs> <laughs> eh, probably not 
I mean, well, no, I mean, like I think about I think about um, AirDrop. AirDrop didn't never used to work for me, but particularly between it would work for me between iOS devices, but it would never work for me between an iOS device and my Mac or between Macs. Um, mm. And now it well, works they, they re-architectured the whole thing, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, whatever. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> whatever they did, it worked. There yeah. is also supposed to be that functionality that, you know, with, with people using newer iOS devices that you can point toward them and it'll figure out who you yes. want. I've never seen that work ever. It's only, it's you, everybody needs at least an 11. Yeah. I've noticed it, yeah. but it's, it's, it's also not really well surfaced in the UI because I think they realized it doesn't actually do much. <laughs> it's yes. so limited. They're like, we're not going to spend time on this. I mean, it's, the whole premise of that, I think, is related to those the tags that have never shipped, right? Like the yeah, idea right. that you can kind of find something that you've lost that has an Apple AirTag or whatever they're calling it on it, and then you can like it'll tell you how close you are and point you in the right direction and all that jazz, which seems great, but those products don't fucking exist, so yeah. <laughs> it doesn't do anything. There was a rumor this week about Apple the Christmas having surprise? one more surprise thing before Christmas. So oh, I God. I just... Could be that. I don't know. Could or could not be anything. I think it's, it's nothing. I think it's nothing. I agree. I Maybe I'm wrong, but like, I just don't understand why you would wait till December to do something. It's far more likely to be something that's that's virtual is what I think is like oh, it turns out they made uh, an Apple TV special or something, I don't know, something like that, where it's like, oh, it's just a thing you can watch or or it's something, you know, yeah. the stupid like right. end-of-the-year app store thing they always put together. It's I, I have a hard time yeah. believing it's any sort of hardware product. Could be the Ted Lasso Christmas special. Ooh, <laughs> that would be a delightful surprise. I would be very Wouldn't happy it? with that. <laughs> Not going to happen. Uh, no. I am curious, Moltz, if there's anything you miss from the SE. But before you tell me, this is what we call a tease yeah. in the biz. I should let our listeners know that this very episode of The Rebound is brought to you by our good old friends at Indochino. Having clothes that fit just right can be a huge confidence booster, and that can be kind of difficult, especially when you're between sizes in an item of clothing, which is why I love it when I find something that fits just right. Indochino was started on the belief that custom clothing shouldn't cost a fortune. And it feels good to wear clothes that look good. It makes you feel good. I am literally going to be putting on at least half of my Indochino suit tonight as we record. I have a, a an event that I'm <laughs> live streaming. You're, dre- from- you're dressing from the waist up? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll have sweatpants. Or something, but why the hell if I'm only sitting at my desk streaming to <laughs> a thousand people, would I bother putting on the whole suit? I wouldn't. But that's how much I like the suit that I'm willing to to share it with people while I... Uh, I'm, listen, I'm emceeing an event, which I guess is why Dan feels like I'm in MC mode. But I'm emceeing an event tonight where I've got real live fancy people like Jason Mraz. And so he will be seeing me in my Indochino Mr. style. Mr. Az? That's the one. Uh, Dan workshops his jokes via text. And then, uh, but so Dan and I have both worn Indochino suits. We've both gone through the process. I did it online. Dan did it in one of their in person consultations. Uh, and when you wear a suit that's made to fit your very body, you're like, damn, I am currently wearing a suit that's made to fit my very body. <laughs> so give your wardrobe a style upgrade with Indochino. Get made to measure clothing at great prices, including suits, blazers, shirts, and coats. You get to customize everything from the fabric and lining to the lapel shape and monogram. The choice is all yours. Your clothing is then made to your exact measurements so it fits you perfectly. Indochino's Black Friday event is on now. <laughs> this is the best time to buy as they're offering their lowest prices of the year, including custom suits from just $289. And with the promo code REBOUND, you'll save an extra $30 on any purchase of $399 or more. You can 
can shop online at Indochino.com or visit any Indochino showroom. That's Indochino.com, promo code REBOUND. If you're buying one and you're trying to customize what they're going to put on your uh, lapel, what monogram you want to use, you can tweet at us and we'll give you suggestions for what three letters to put inside your suit. <laughs> Our thanks to Indochino for their support of the Rebound. So, Moltz, anything you miss from the SE? I well, I thought I was going to miss being able to use my Qi chargers, but it actually does work with my Qi chargers. Even though the camera bump, you know, pushes up against the rests against the um, mm. the back, you know, the flat part of the Qi charger, it still charges. So, um, I was very pleased to see that both the Qi chargers that I have work fine. So, I don't miss that. I will say I like the blue. Um, I you know I quite like the blue, although I think the red of my SE two was actually a little more stunning and a little better looking um but i think the red on the new on the you're a little better mini looking. on the 12 mini is slightly different it's slightly orange orange more orange than the mm. the se2 so i don't think i would have been happy with that and i'm glad i got i'm glad so i'm still glad i got the blue the thing that i had originally missed was being able to swipe up for control center mm. um i miss it every day <laughs> Uh, but I have set up triple tap back tap. Oh, back to, tap in um, it. Initiate it. And that's working pretty well. Have you not had too many problems with false positives on that? Because that's the biggest not issue. Not yet. I mean, I've only had it. I've only been doing it for a day or so. Obviously, because I've only had the phone that long. Um, so uh, we'll see how it goes. But so far, I have not had a single false positive with the triple back tap. Interesting. I would think maybe, you know, I would think obviously that double tap would probably be worse. But Triple seems to be working fine with me. So I know you've both been wondering, as of our listeners, I have taken the plunge and removed the case from my phone. It's been about uh, a week. I've gone caseless, and uh, I'm loving it so far. Yeah, I'm going caseless. I mean, I'm right now, I will, because I'm in the basement, and it's brand Guys, new. Stop, I have plugging, stop plugging other shows, okay? We don't need to hear about Casey. Who the hell is Casey? Couldn't tell you. Not familiar with his work. <laughs> Yeah, I, I tried to use the, the back tap thing for a while, but it just was not, I was not working for me. Too many false positives. And with something like, I think even I, with, even with triple. Yeah. I only had it on triple. Huh. Weird. Okay. I would like put it down on a table and it would go like bump, bump, bump. Like as I dropped it on the table and it'd be like, oh, you want to trigger Siri? Cause that's what I had it for. And it was like, no, no, uh-uh. Anyways. Well, and I also, I mean, I think the, yeah, the cost of that is higher than the cost of just having it pop into control, control center. center. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's that's fair. Um, so it depends on what you're using it for. That that can obviously make a difference. But uh, I think I'll be. I don't know. So far, I'm I'm well pleased. That is good. God, it's so weird having happy. The, the edges, the edges of this thing are fantastic. The edges are so. First of all, the color on the blue is slightly different. It's more a little more metallic. Um, and uh, you, you guys probably know that. Did you guys get blue? Yeah. 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 Okay. But um, I think the color on the edges is is stunning. You've got the you've got the aluminum blue. You've got the 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 deeper blue. It's a different blue. Different blue. The pro between is the diff- pro and the okay. yep. Right. The it's it's much. I think it's much darker on the on the um the the twelve and the twelve mini than it is on the pro the pro line. Okay. Um, you okay. have to pay a lot of attention to know that it's a blue iPhone. Like you can really see the blue in the camera bump on the pro. Like there, that's that's a very blue blue. Yeah. But the case itself is a very subtly blue blue, the same way that the green yeah. <laughs> the year before it's, was a subtly it's green. It's kind of a similar hue to it, sure. Yeah. If yeah. you you gotta catch the light. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Looking at it now. Well, no, I think the honestly, I think the I think we talked about this earlier. I think the twelve and the twelve mini colors to me look better 
than the pro line colors Agreed. just because they, they're they're less they it feels like the pro colors are always like a little like embarrassed yeah that their exactly. color iphones yeah, are like right. hey, it's, i guess i'm blue but like really i'm more of a silver yeah. whereas the you know the blue phone <laughs> on the 12 and the mini are like i'm blue <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can we make the whole podcast Dan's iPhone voices? That's way better than my presidential impressions. Yeah, like, I know. This is. This, I think this should be a, hey a new regular feature. Hey, uh, I've got champ for dishes. Uh, it's, it's nice. <laughs> You're holding me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I got a little muppety there. <laughs> Why not, though? Yeah, I guess. I guess that makes sense. We watched uh, watched um uh, what is the uh, the David Bowie thing? Um, the David. Bowie. I can't even think of the name. The, with uh, Jennifer Connelly. Not Labyrinth. Oh, Labyrinth. I said that. I Labyrinth. Said we watched that. Labyrinth that. last night. We had a first. movie night with my friends and we watched Labyrinth, <laughs> which was chock full of Muppets. And is, um, <laughs> That's also my favorite series. It's delightful, really. I mean, like, I we, we were we were all very impressed with the Muppets, frankly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't you be? I mean, I don't know. I don't know why you wouldn't be. But I mean, compared, I mean, compared to, you know, nothing against CGI in particular, but uh, every once in a while you just like to see a Muppet. I would like to ask you guys a question because I actually think it just affected me during this call. And I'm curious if you guys have any idea what's going on. It's possible we've talked about it before. It most often happens when I'm on a Slack call, but I think it's happening on the Skype call as well. When I type in any app, people stop hearing me <laughs> on the microphone, the external <laughs> microphone on my computer. What? Like when I'm typing, people can't hear me. Yeah, exactly. So why is that happening? Please solve my problem. Thank you. All right, hold on. No, I need you to demo that for me. So talk to us and then well, start typing <laughs> part way through. I'm typing right now while I'm talking. I don't know if you can hear me or not, but I am typing. I've never heard. Like, is Lex gone? Yeah. Is Lex just No, scared? I can hear him. No, it's John. Yeah, John, nice. work with me. Work with me. I know, I know, I know. But <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's but not causing for science. I, it's so yeah. weird. All right. Okay. I think it's probably, I think you're most, it's just talk over. Like it's probably. You see, sorry. And not, and not the typing. I got. I stopped listening because I heard John say taco, and I just missed the rest of that sentence. <laughs> Ooh, taco. Uh, uh, there Squirrel. Were, Ooh. There were two bits of exciting um, HBO Max news this week. We'll be the judge of that. <laughs> Number one, it's coming to Amazon Fire. As of today, as we're recording, it's come to Amazon Fire devices without having to sideload. So HBO Max and Amazon are friends again. And then two, uh, Conan O'Brien ending his oh, yeah, daily talk show next year and moving to a weekly special or a weekly uh, show on HBO Max. Will that so. air before, after, or during the same time slot as John Oliver? <laughs> well, what's interesting is they specifically are saying it's a new weekly variety series for HBO Max. They're not saying it's a new weekly variety series for HBO. So I think it might only be dropped in Max and not That uh, seems broadcast. plausible. I would believe it. I liked his quote in the press release where he said, Johnny Carson told me in 1993, get to a streaming service as fast as possible. <laughs> I thought that was, that was funny. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, well, we saw the news that John Stewart's doing the Apple TV plus stuff a few weeks back. Uh, it does seem like kind of everybody's just going to the, to the streaming services, but, but interestingly, Netflix and, uh, Amazon prime haven't seemed to do as well with topical content thus far. I think it's, like, it's challenging when you don't have the hook. I mean, like, I like watching John Oliver, but it comes out on a day every week, and I watch it the next day. And I feel like sometimes when Netflix... First of all, a lot of the other services seem to drop things. You know, the Netflix models very much drop everything, and, and you binge it, right? Like, they obviously don't do that with every show, but I think people go to Netflix kind of expecting that. They don't think about Netflix as a place for, like, timely content. Maybe that's hurt their their brand with that in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. We're doing our picks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime there's like 30 seconds of silence, it's all picks with you guys. <laughs> it's time to do our picks. My pick is I'm the ready. M1 MacBook Air, motherfuckers. Oh, uh, look at this guy. Look at this guy. He buys furnaces, houses, and M1 MacBook Air is all in a span of six months. It's true. And then I just turn around and sell them again because I'm all about the money. How many gambits did you Caledonia? Not that many. <laughs> that sentence didn't work. And even if I had, it would not have paid for any of those things. <laughs> what a shame. I sort of a mixed pick. Mixed pick? That thing? <laughs> mixed pick. Can you do that in an iPhone voice, That's please? It's a uh, Superman villain. Uh, mixed pick. Have you guys used the Sonos menu controller app? Nope. It no. is a Mac app that puts, uh, unsurprisingly, Sonos controls in your menu bar. <laughs> wow. Um, huh. It's not bad. The, my biggest complaint about it is that it's fine once you started playing things back, but you know, the only things that you can sort of play directly from there are things like in your favorites list or like playlists that you've set up. Like, it doesn't let you drill down into your library or anything, right? Because clearly they don't have access to that. So once you've got, like, things playing on your Sonos, if you want to just use controls for it, it's 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 nice. Like, it's got a little menu bar. You click on it. You can pause, play, change the volume, um, all that jazz. But, yeah, not being able to go and find something to play from there, I feel like, makes it awkward because I still have to use my phone. I've never... Yeah. I, I had the Sonos app installed once on my Well, I guess Mac, if there's stuff already in the queue, you just have to hit play. Right, right yes. Yeah. Exactly. But if, if you're like me and you're like, oh, I want to listen to this thing in the living room, um, then it becomes an ordeal because it's like got to pull out my phone, got to find the thing, got to play it in the living room. Then I can yeah. use this app. This is really interesting because I, I almost n- uh, probably twice in all my years of Sonos ownership have I uh, wanted to control it from my Mac. It's always from an iOS device. But Dan, it sounds like you're not using the Echo integration to say, uh, like, tell Sonos <sighs> to play this song in this room. Which, which we do all I the time. do sometimes more frequently I, I gotta be honest I do this sometimes um, for things that are non music pieces of audio where it's like oh I want to listen to this thing in the living room what I'll do is uh, like because oftentimes when I get up in the morning I'm working in a chair in the living room that's right next to one of the Sonos the Sonos Play ones and so what I'll do is I'll be like oh I want to listen to this podcast like that's streaming live for example so I'll go into Safari on my phone I'll hit play and stream and then I'll airplay it to the kitchen which is the Sonos one and then loop in the Sonos using that trick you told me about holding down the play button which feels stupid <laughs> but it works <laughs> so again I, that's the one thing that keeps me coming back to maybe I should replace these with airplay capable devices because I feel like I would use them a lot more but yeah. Mm. If I just replace them with HomePods, then that solves the same problem. <laughs> I did I did bring out an old Echo in the kitchen to replace the Sonos Play 1 that I hate so much because it's, as we've discussed, its Echo integration gets worse and worse over time. So bad. Else. So <laughs> bad. Can't yep. hear a goddamn thing. Yep. I'm so angry with it <laughs> and all And now the time. it just annoys me that <laughs> I can't use Sonos stuff with it. <laughs> And so like we use it to play, but like sometimes you just want to sonify it and you cannot because it's not that one. And so the world is stupid and technology sucks. So good mix pick, Dan. Thanks. (laughs) I have a pick pick. Mr. Mix pick. Uh, My, my pick pick is, uh, you've already heard it. You've already been told to watch it. I'm sure. But uh, the queen's gambit on Netflix was just delightful. I couldn't get over how well made a show that was. Yeah, Hank and uh, Karen have been watching that, and uh, I would watch it, but it's their show, so I can't now. 
Well, do you not use separate Netflix profiles in your family? Come <laughs> the, on. The, the terrible thing is they're using mine. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow they yeah. just have it. They just like, cause I think we were watching, we were all watching the great British big break off together and um, they just continued on my account. And so now it's now their, their place is stored on my account. So I'd have to use a different account if I wanted to watch it, which I guess I could, but I haven't done that yet. It really is great. And I don't want to do any spoilers at all, but like they don't take the, I think understandable writing trap of like, then like truly horrible things happen. There's definitely ups and downs and there's, there's sad moments, but like yeah. it is a show that makes you feel good every episode. <laughs> and I really? Just, okay. I liked it. I, uh, okay. well, I'll, I'll, I'll just hijack Hank's account and watch it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's been on our list. Although, uh, you know, every time we open Netflix recently, I see, uh, the crown still there, which, <laughs> I enjoyed the first several seasons of, and then we got stuck. <laughs> There's one episode in, I think the third season, the first season with Olivia Coleman, where it's a really, there's a really dark episode, uh, which John, you watched the crown, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the scene, the, the one with the school. Oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. And yeah. so we stopped watching right. at I that forgot point. And I couldn't remember what, what you were referring to, but now I know, now I definitely remember <sighs> Cat could not finish that episode, and I, you know, I could blame her, especially like it was just a. I don't think we were watching it before the pandemic, but like the pandemic has meant we're not going back to that anytime soon. Exactly, it's like yeah. we need something less dark than that, and that's just a you know, it's a historical thing that happened that was really awful, but like you right, know, you right. couldn't quite push through that. But I really, I want to keep watching because the most recent season just came out, and it looks yeah great. I mean, that show, I really enjoyed the show for the most part. Before we get yeah. to, to Moltz's pick, I will also recommend on Netflix, Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is, I think I only would have seen it because, you know, uh, I'm uh, familiar with uh, podcaster, comedian Scott Ackerman, and he executive produced it, so I saw him tweeting about it. But Auntie Donna is apparently an Australian sketch group, troupe. It's three Australian comics. The show on Netflix, it's just fun. It is ridiculous. It feels a little bit like Stella. If you liked Stella, Michael Ian Black and David Wayne and no, yeah, David Wayne and Michael Showalter. Is that right? Yeah. Um, it feels a little bit like that and it is insane and hilarious and ridiculous. And there's, I mean, it's, it's not family friendly, but it's definitely yeah. adult friendly. And I, it makes me laugh out loud and it is truly absurd and ridiculous and very Australian and delightful. So I recommend that too. Okay. Sounds good. I need that kind of thing. So, so yes, and, and back to Dan's point, I mean, it, so if you are looking for something um, that's a little bit lighter, uh, my pick is Ghosts, um, which is on <laughs> The HBO. things. The you paranormal know, the actual, creatures. <laughs> yeah, no, if you yeah, want to lighten it up a little no, bit, try show. being fucking haunted. It is a BBC is a BBC show called Ghosts. It's on HBO Max, and um, it is very lighthearted and... <laughs> delightful it's a couple that inherits a, a house out in the countryside and it's haunted you're not selling me on the hilarity so by, far by a bunch of idiot by a bunch of idiot ghosts <laughs> okay okay i was i was this just sounded like horror there for a while so i needed the uh it's no it's not horror i mean some some of the things are you know like darkly you know funny dark macabre but not but it's it's not scary in the slightest i will note for uh for lex that i immediately opened this up in in imdb and saw at least two people who were uh taskmaster contestants (laughs) so (laughs) yeah yeah 
And there's a guy, there's a guy um, from Detectorists, which is another great show that um, I think I, you know what before I watched the John, first. John, just make sure to include that. Taskmaster in the show notes. Yeah, please put Taskmaster. Yeah. In. Nope. Yeah. Yep. I will, <laughs> will say not. I tried to I can uh, I tried to watch the first episode of Detectorists and it really did not do it for us. Like I could not. Okay. Well, I thought it was. It, I think yeah, it's a little. It's slow. <laughs> I mean, it's very. It wasn't. That it was slow. slow. Is that I I I disliked everybody. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that happens. That it, it starts out that way, and then it changes. Okay, um, I, I yeah, you end, it, you end up liking you end up liking basically everybody. I think I mean, that well, there's, the, a, there's a question of how long but, um, you want to spend on that. That's always the tough things with it. Those has shows. a it has an almost almost Ted Lasso ish Lasso ish ending um, in th- so, season three. Um, so, Maltz, where are you watching? bbc shows like are you watching them on bbc the network or are there oh well, that show Detect- detectorists i bought off itunes got it and then the other one is on uh hbo max oh okay got it. we watch on hbo max we Go watch a decent amount of stuff on uh both acorn and Britbox that we sort of go back and forth between whether yeah. we subscribe to either of them right but yeah they've got pretty good libraries for that kind of stuff running out there well, that's the show, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the first awkward pause is picks. The second awkward pause is the end the of the end. show. It's the end of the show. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, like the end of the show. We're done. This is it. <laughs> Stick around for the after show. <laughs> If you're a paying Rebound Prime subscriber, there were no Rebound Prime questions this week, so no answers. Get on it, listeners. We can make some answers up to questions that um, nobody asked. Uh, yeah, sure. Four. <laughs> Red. Uh, <laughs> the square root of two.